The Juicy Cup Podcast is an opinion-based show that should not be considered professional advice or services and assumes no responsibility or liability towards listeners. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Juicy Cup Podcast. I'm your host, Bernard. And I'm Valerie. And welcome, welcome, welcome. So today, it's been a long week. <laughs> it's been a very long week. Hasn't it? <laughs> like, they be having me working lately at work. Oh, I've been feeling the same way. I'm like, this work from home. We've been feeling like work from home. Mm-hmm. I worked so- in the field till like 11 o'clock on, was that Wednesday? Ooh. My first day back to work. I was like, this is torture. Oh my gosh, that's that's a long time. Oh, absolutely. Um it's 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 been it's been real. And I feel like it just keeps going and going and going. I'm like, it's supposed to slow down in this new role. Must be living a sweet life. <laughs> they said lies you tell. Facts. Yeah. I've been doing a lot myself. Ooh, and I still got so much to do at work um tomorrow. What you gotta do? Um, we gotta do two two intakes, and a whole bunch of notes to put in. Isn't that fun? It's not that bad. When I put in notes, I put on some music, and usually people it'd be because they have to come by my desk. So I didn't mean to do that, but um, by my desk, and kind of have to like be like, hey, hey, because music <laughs> blasts, and I just be in my own little world. Y'all, hey, y'all go ahead and talk what I need to do. I'm listening to Mariah Carey as I'm putting in my notes. I'm so done. How's school been for you? Um, so far, so good. I think not this week. Well, I turned them out um, already. So after today is Sunday, so everybody be Monday. So next week, my last week of class. Oh. And then I have like a two week break, and then all right, back at it again. Just time to be one class, though. I may be in your same boat really soon. Oh. I've started the process of applying to grad school. Oh, pray for me. <laughs> it's not as bad once you get like a rhythm, like a rhythm. I would say going to school, and I know we got to start, but I know going to school, I would say it has put me, especially in Seattle, between me going to work and going to school and kind of just doing other things while working out, it's put me in a rhythm that I'm just like, damn, if I don't like go on vacation, I'm going to have to kind of readjust back to my like day-to-day rhythm. And it's like, it's a lot. I feel you. I feel you. So what you got in your cup? <clears throat> um, today I've been on my Trader Joe's vibes. Like, I'm glad I'm inspiring people. So you really haven't inspired me. What inspired <laughs> me was going to get certain things I needed from Charlie's for Charlie's um charcuterie board party the other month. This earlier this month. They do have a lot. And of I stuff. remember that I I really like this place, and I'm mad that when I used to live three minutes away from it. I didn't utilize it, and now that I live 20 minutes away, it's a drive. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but today I need to go because um, me and my friend Shell are starting a um, it's called the Daniel's Fast. So it's mm-hmm. basically you avoid meat for 21 days. Um, I'm okay. probably gonna do 14. Um, but still, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I needed to get some things to kind of solidify what I need to do for this kind of vegetarian fruit type fast um so long story short um while i was in there i have found this juice which is like an orange peach mango juice mm-hmm. and i already had um from charlie's party 
a Prosecco that I got from Trader Joe's, which is called Cabelli Prosecco. Mm. And I put those two together to make me a mimosa. And for some reason, in a mimosa, it's just a hint of cherry juice that is an amazing addition to a mimosa for me. And I don't like cherries to oh. eat them, but the juice, phenomenal in a mimosa. That makes sense, though. So I ain't even have me eat no cherries, but I like cherry flavors, though. Just... Exactly. Right. Like, I could do a um, Shirley Temple here and there. Mm-hmm. I'm no not eating cherry out of it, though. I won't either. Like, I'll tell you, look, can you hold the cherry and just add juice? <laughs> I don't even want the cherry to, like, kind of even mistakenly make it up a straw or something like that. No, I'm good. <laughs> oh, no, I don't mind that part. But that's my drink for the day. And I thought it was, like, really cute. I was even saying, like, I took a picture for the fans so that they could see what I did. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds good, Trader Joe, especially with the with your meat fast. Um, you about to have they do have a lot of like cauliflower, like um another um Mediterranean um food options. I got me some so I like their triple layer hummus that they have. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal. Um that I got me pretty good too. Huh? That spinach dip is pretty good too. I didn't even try that, but I got cheese. Um, I got me some, I really wanted their English, um, I think they're called English cucumbers. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I have one. Yeah, because yeah, um, I've been, like, lately, even before starting this fast, I've been doing, um, like, a, a avocado salad, which is, like, avocados, tomatoes, cucumbers, um, cilantro, and red onions. Mm-hmm. And you squeeze a lemon over it and put a little salt and um, olive oil. But now when I tell you phenomenal, it sounds good. Well, you do it as a snack or a meal. Phenomenal. I ate it for dinner the other day, and my boyfriend looked at me crazy. And I'm like, man, I'm full. I'm good too. Like I'm feeling good. And I woke up feeling good. Like it wasn't heavy, but it was filling. Yeah, and cucumbers do fill you up. Like a lot of the cucumbers and other stuff is underrated. That's you can get full. I think a lot of people. I think a lot of people always feel like you can't really get fulfilled when being vegetarian. And it wasn't hard when I did it for two years. It was just, it took more planning. Two years? Yeah, it does take planning. Like, I've literally, I said, if I'm going to do this successfully this year, because I've done the Daniels Fast in the past, I said I need to plan. So, like, I've planned out my meals for the week. Mm-hmm. Um, I even bought me, because I wanted to do the zucchini noodles mm-hmm. and also the carrot noodles. So, I bought me a, um, a veggie spiraler. Um, that should either get here today or tomorrow. Um, because I'm like, I really want to be serious about this. And the key to anything that you want to be intentional about is preparation, right? Okay. Um, so that I got up this morning, bought all my veggies that I knew I was going to use for the week, and kind of just have began to prep myself because if I don't have it and I see something else, then I'm gonna go left. <laughs> and it saves money and all that stuff, and you know, meal prep. I probably won't meal prep because I don't like soggy stuff. And I feel like if you cook veggies and then you reheat them, it's going to be more soggier. But mm. I do want to have it on hand to be able to whip it up real quick. And then um, the zucchini noodles might be um, something I've, I think I learned from experience that it doesn't do well overnight. Yeah, see? But if I could have it like easily accessible and then hopefully this week could be a real work from home week. Um, so I think I only have like one meeting outside of the house that like I should be able to stick to the plan. Oh, that's so nice. <laughs> <laughs> what do you have in your cup? Um, it is no surprise. And um, I took today off from working out, and so um, 
I have a Starbucks Starbay Assay Lemonade with um, tequila. That's it. Oh, how it tastes. I didn't even think about adding no, no tequila to that. That's I my just, favorite drink, though. I got the tequila from Trader Joe's because I was looking at, um, I follow this on Facebook, the black lady, um, black um, girl Trader Joe's. I don't ever post on that because I'm not a black girl. And so mm -hmm. I don't ever, you know, I don't interact with people on there. But they be having some You good, can be um, whatever you want to be. Well, I know, but I just kind of respect the rules of other people's environment. I got you. But they do be having like a lot of like um like good things um so I tried I got the tequila like maybe two weeks ago I, I just haven't really had a reason until I was like you know I'm feeling Starbucks why not add both of them together and it, it's beautiful So you gotta send me a picture of the tequila. How much was it? Twenty dollars. That ain't bad. Rebel Five big. Oh, you know that's my boo right there, Rebel. Mm -hmm. It's a it's pretty big. Um, I show you when we go on break. I show you it's pretty. It's actually a pretty big bottle. Like. I don't know why. Maybe I just haven't paid attention. I thought they just only sold like champagne and wine. I didn't know they sold like liquor. They sh they they should. Then again, I don't know. I'm in Washington, but they so should. the thing about it is, I may not be paying attention. Like, and sometimes when I go and try to Joe's, I get so I'm I'm a fickle person. That's why I will literally get up when the store opens to go to it because I hate crowds. But you can't avoid that with Trader Joe's. No, people just be on your way. Like people be already waiting outside for them to open up. So I went when I went today, and I'm and I, even though I can't buy liquor on a Sunday, like even when I was there before, Ooh, I'm so it wasn't. sorry about that. Oh, oh, good lord. Ooh. What happened? <laughs> I forgot about that. Oh, I've been in Seattle too long. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so. Oh, sorry. that you that you can't buy liquor on Sundays. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's twenty four seven here. <laughs> if, if if that was the one thing I could change about Texas. It would be able to to be able to purchase alcohol on a Sunday, cause say you just want to do a kickback at your house. You gotta really pre-plan the mm -hmm. kickback, because if you do it on a Sunday, like there's no liquor store that's gonna service you. It is something I had to like pre-plan with a lot of things, but I know people kind of want to do some, or I just have like at least one bottle. Like in Texas, you have to have at least one bottle just kind of on standby, just in case. And y'all was good for doing Sunday get-togethers, mm -hmm. and I used to be like, oh Lord, at least I could give me some wine." after one o'clock on a Sunday they like they real like Bible thumping here and I, I love them for that but still take me back to Florida <laughs> but yeah it's actually pretty good though I like it let me make sure I kind of pace myself when I drink it because I ate already did I yeah I did eat already I, mean, I gotta so see that bottle so I can um Invest into my collection. Mm, I got it from Rhea. Some recommendations for them. It was pretty good. And I probably should have followed them because I think I'm going to be there a lot more. They have this, um, it's called, have you seen it? Because you may have, because they have a, um, a body lotion type thing. The body butter? Which one? The Brazilian um, the or the, um, the Brazil, Brazil nut body butter. I have it. Oh, when I tell you all of that thing, when I came for Friendsgiving, oh my goodness, she like murdered my thing. And she was like, it's something left. I said, no, it's not. You left me a corner. What I'm going to do, rub my elbows with it? Oh, my mama? No. And your mama probably was in it too because they shared a room. But it was Chantel. Oh. But um, they have the Brazil nut body oil now. Mm, that's what I got. You like it? Mm -hmm. I mixed it so... Oh, I'm telling you this one, and I don't know people are like, what are you talking about Trader Joe's a lot? So, <laughs> it's a cocoa butter one. Um, 
some, I, I mixed that one in and I also mixed the lemongrass or body oil in. So it's different body oils that you're mixing in? Mm, I mixed the two body oils in with the lotion, with the body um, butter lotion. Because um, the girls, they said they put the, um, the lemongrass um, body oil with the um, cocoa butter. And then so what I bought I... the cocoa butter um, body lotion too. I don't know why. I just looked like it was something I wanted to try. And it was like $5. And I was like, mm, let's see. Exactly. Look, and it works with, I usually, that's when I use lotion, that's what I usually use. So, and I, I don't really care for using, like, I haven't gone to the store in years at this point. Um, I usually get a lot of body butters when I have a lotion. The only difficult time it, like, it's difficult is when I have to, like, go on trips because there's no travel size. Or I'm going to be a little more, or I'm just the oil instead of just the lotion. But you know, you can go into like Walmart and get like the little tubes mm -hmm. in the like travel size area. And they're like a couple of cents, like they're not even a dollar. And you can just, it's it'd be tedious to transfer it over. But then you have a travel size. So they have the travel size bottles, mm -hmm. and you can transfer it over. But with the body butter, it means you got to put it in your hand kind of and rub mm -hmm. it through and the scrape stuff. It. Yeah, like, it's but yeah. But um, hmm, that's interesting. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Try it out. Let me know. Cause I damn should be over here looking all moist. <laughs> and that's the thing about it. Like I, the only reason I don't do well with like buying lotions from other places that aren't like CVS per se, mm -hmm. and getting like even I don't even like Aveeno now at this point. Like I, I use a CVS brand of um. It mimics another popular brand. I can't think of the name of it, but it's the one thing that keeps my body moisturized. Like I don't, I don't feel like I put it on. I feel like I put on water and it wipes off, right? Mm -hmm. Um, and I spend like fifteen dollars on it, but it may last me the month, so I'm every month there. But when I do buy the Brazil nut, which I haven't bought, it's my first time buying it. I got the body butter as a gift last year, and that thing kept me moisturized. It's better. It keeps your skin all supple. So we're going to move on from Trader Joe's. What got you going this week? <laughs> well, you know, two things. Um, I will give Texas. So, you know, I had I finally um got around doing my car registration. And um, unlike Texas, they don't have veterans discount. You're not in a vet-friendly state. Oh, I know. Hurt my heart when she was like, "All right, sir, it'd be two fifty, girl. What? <laughs> two fifty for what?" I said, "No, it's just like the initial fee." And she was like, "No, it's just like you know, from it's out of state, combined with combined with the out of state fees. Like either way, it's going to be every year two hundred fifty dollars to renew your registration." It's this. I'm like, this is what everybody else been going through every year. Yes. Oh, you lost me. You lost me. Hello. That wasn't the, the so. They require, like, you know, some other stuff, and I had to come back. So I already paid it. But I had to go pick up the actual license plate. And I thought maybe that was included. She's like, all right, it'd be, enough, it'd be $120. Ma'am, what? Why is my license plate um, outside of my registration $120? It's ghetto. In Texas, I only, played, uh, only paid... Um, $13 every year. And so this hurts my heart, the fact that I have to kind of go through this. And I came real close to being like, I would register my car. $13 every year? $13 every year. That's why everybody be like, in Texas, when they first sign up, I, I couldn't relate. 13, 11 to $13. 
I've been paying that since I moved to Texas. Even Florida's is not as high as Seattle's. And so it was very disrupting, very irritating. That I Florida was never that. Florida was less than Texas to me for the renewal. Mm -hmm. I, think um, like I don't know for the initial. But yeah, but yeah. It was a difference of like maybe $20 for me. See, I'm okay with that. Um, Cause with... I pay like seventy now. I would no, love I to pay, pay seventy for the Jeep. Not two, not two fifty every year. Hey, we make choices, though. You know, we gotta, we gotta live with our choices. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. And then to pay separate for the tag? Oh, that's ridiculous. I want to be like, girl, you can keep that shit. So here's my question: Is it one tag or two tags? It's two. I would oh, say they was okay. at least good about doing that because in Texas, they them bitches had me riding around with one tag. And when the police stopped me, and I was like, well, sir, why they wouldn't give me it? I said, well, how would I know that? I said, why would I, why would they not give me two tags? At, at And they knew I was registering to a new state. And I was like, I'm not even trying to be combative, sir. I was like, I'm just saying like, how I'm supposed to know this? And I'm going to this office and I, was, and I asked for a tag and she knows that I'm a new person in this state. Why would they not give me a second tag? He still gave you a ticket? No. He was like, mm. oh. that was in, um, that's when I he was. He said, just, mm. <laughs> mm -mm. It was a black dude, right? In third ward. And I was like, oh, what did they pulling me over for? I was like, I got insurance. I promise you this time. I'm so done this time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm, yeah. But yeah, but you know, I like to follow the law. And so, you know, Anyway. I'm actually proud of you getting it done so early because I didn't change my tag till I bought my house. And that was two years later, like literally. And I only changed it because it was going to benefit me from changing <laughs> <laughs> baby, I still would have been a Floridian to this day. I thought about it, but I was like, I'm okay with that. I, I'm, a lot of um, some of the jobs that require you um, uh, Washington ID and registration sometimes, but it's new there or there. But the second thing is, um, another another TV show of Issa Rae's um, got canceled called Rap Shit. It hurt my heart because we, like, it was just on this, like, season finale. And so we're not even going to see what's going on. I'm, I'm tired of, like, shows. Like, I would, I just wish that at this point with a lot of black shows, my preference would be I need you by the end of each season somehow wrap it up to some extent. Because it doesn't seem like um, a lot of, and I'm I'm not surprised that rap shit got canceled. A lot of people didn't know about it. Also, with the stuff with them, the writer strike and the actor strike, things is gonna go up. And so, some um shows have to be sacrificed, unfortunately. But it was a really so good for show. For people who don't know what rap shit was about, me, mm -hmm. um, can you can you is it was like a rap show like bringing no, in like, new female rappers or something? It was like a story based off kind of loosely on the city girls in a way, but not. Um, it was. An, it seemed like it was inspired by two girls in Miami become trying to become rappers. It was in based off like Miami, like you walked and you looked and you can tell they went to Boy with call type stuff. Like it was. It was very like whoever was like they was very intentional on making sure they show not just the like South Beach side. And that was like really like cool to kind of see like they actually saw on like little Haiti and um little so Havana we and bigger than the beach basically we so are those who live mm -hmm. here don't even really go there <laughs> exactly so like, you don't go to I said no South Beach sucks not nobody go to South Beach but 
it was like it was like a really good show. It was like another show that was like it wasn't like a musical or anything or like what they did rap, but it was like a really good show. And the girl like and it was just good because the girl gave one of the girls gave her like a real good scene about it, it was just taking her off of being a manager. Um, it was it was good. It was unfortunate. How many seasons was it? Two. Okay, I'm gonna go watch it. I didn't know it was like based off of home because you know I love home. Was- I didn't know about it. It just when it. When it, so I haven't been on social media, as you guys know, but when I go on to post for our pod on mm-hmm. our pod page, it was coming up. And I'm like, why are everybody mad about this? Mm-hmm. And then when I would go on, like, just, I, I one day I went on, um, what's the old thing we used to go on to check out what was going on before Shade Room came about? It's going to media- come to me later. Media takeout. Oh, not you going to media takeout. I, I said I had to places. find a way without going on social media that would, and I know if I did it online, media it takeout take doesn't up. even check their sources <laughs> or credit. Just, just, but they was mad too. So I was like, everybody mad about this. Like, what's going on? It was a good show. It was kind of like you ever seen Star, the TV show? Or at least you remember the remember the TV show. I think show? I seen one episode of Star, and I told myself I would watch more, but I never did. But I do agree, Star seemed like it was a good show. It was, and they they ended with a bang, and it got canceled. I'm tired of all my black shows ending with a bang and get canceled. At least give me some sort. At least with Living Single, we got some sort of like wrap up to where we, everybody was kind of okay. And by the way, you know, I'm mad about the fact that it's leaving um Hulu. It is? It's going to HBO Max, but we always just. <laughs> How many times have you watched the whole season? At least more than 50 times. I'm so done. I like with living single and golden girls. Like when I tell you I don't watch TV, I really don't really watch TV. Like I watch, I have particular shows that I watch, but outside of like my day to day when I'm in the house and kind of just having stuff on the TV, I will sit down and watch living single as if it's like a brand new show. Each and every time, I even follow a fan group now on Facebook about it. We, it's a very good giggle. I love it. What you? What got you going? <laughs> I need to hear this. I can't. So I'm going to start off with two things, too, right? I'll make it real quick, right? <laughs> so I get back from out of town in New York. And my dude brings back my dog. And I like, I sent her with her cage, her bed, a towel, food, toys, snacks, a brush. So when he's bringing her in, I'm like, why does towel got blood on it? He's like, what you mean? I'm like, you didn't see that you bought her in, and like when you bought her in, the when you bought in her stuff, the towel had blood on it. And he's like, no. And I'm like, so you didn't see all of this? And I hang it up in the air. <laughs> he was like, oh yeah, I didn't see that. And I'm like, damn, she on her period. <sighs> Let me tell you, having a dog on its cycle, a female dog, to me is like the suckiest thing ever. And it's, it's so bad here that obviously there's a lot of female small dogs, not extra small, small dogs, mm-hmm. because none of the Walmarts had small diapers. So then I became the bougie mom. Mm. And my dog has cloth diapers. <laughs> and it was a pretty penny. And I'm like, let Heffa, if you try me, it's going to be a problem. And since we've been on this pod, she done snatched off that diaper and thinks she's going to put her butt on my white carpet. No. That's one thing. She just got me going to sleep on this pod. And I had to mute it to get her together. Charlie funny. 
Oh, yes, she is. And when she's on her cycle, she's even worse. Um, But the real thing that actually got me going this week was I get to the airport to head to New York. I'm at IAH, you know, good old George Airport, you know, Houston, you know, life's good. The best in the world. And I'm not hungry, but I'm snacky. So I'm like, you know, some, some... Some gummy bears and a and a water will hold me over till we get to New York. Why when I get to the register, mind you, we now have self checkout at the register while the staff is still standing there looking you in your face. Mm, so, so I gotta learn how to work your system while you look me in my face. All right, cool, boom, got you. Why the machine asked me did I want a bag and if I wanted a bag, it was I think forty nine cent. That's expensive. I. I had to clutch myself real quick. Like, are you serious? But what got it even better for me, I was pissed already. Had already added that to the chat for our for our for our pod. Mm-hmm. I go to get these cloth ass diapers for this damn dog, and when I'm getting the cloth diapers at checkout, Letty was like, "Do you want a bag for ten cent?" Fuck no, I don't want no <laughs> bag for ten cent. <laughs> Carry your ass on somewhere. <laughs> I was I was living. I looked at her and I said, Are you serious? She said, she said, Yeah, I said, Oh, y'all ridiculous. I'm I'm sick of you living in the US. Like, take me back somewhere else. Cause you gonna charge me for a plastic bag. So yeah. now I have this whole thing of like, I'm gonna pack my bag, pack my car with cloth bags because obviously people think it's a joke at this point. No, you you you're not lying. I would say I'm going to forewarn you and everybody who ever comes to Seattle. That is a norm here. Um, it's not a store you can go into that they will look in your face and be like, I think here it's like eight cents, eight, ten cents. And it, it, I would say I'm okay with it. It does inspire me to kind of bring my um, my reusable bags. But I have a forgetful memory. And so I'm always end up paying for them damn bags. Mm-mm, we're not doing that. But it's supposed to be environmental. You know, it's supposed to help the environment to reduce the plastic um in the world. Well, then they need to provide cloth bags for free, three ninety nine. I never thought I would live in a world where you want me to pay for a bag. Oh. I'm already paying for the products. Now I have to pay for you to provide the bag. That's oh. like it's. I not feel like unusual. it's ridiculous. Oh, California, I, so on the West Coast is not. But when I was in California, I never forget. I went with my friend. We went to pick up something. She had a pickup order. She said, "Valerie, tell him you don't want no bag." I said, "What?" She said, "Tell him you don't want no bag." They charge a dollar for the bag. What? Man, if you don't mm-hmm. go on somewhere, them grocery stores basically tell you, well, them stores tell you basically you got hands, so either you go carry it in your hands or you can leave. That's about it. Yeah, I don't know what to tell you. I'm not meant to be here. Stock it's up on reusable bags. Put a whole bunch in your car. I am, cause I'm, I'm going, I'm going to go on Amazon and order me some reusable bags and tell them holes to suck it, cause I'm mad. Reusable <laughs> <laughs> bags actually is not that bad, and I say it saves the environment. We try. So, anyway. (laughs) 
we can move on to these hot topics. I'll let you lead. I'll follow. So, I mind my business. Um, well, I try to mind my business, but, you know, in the moment, I'm not too far away from business, apparently. Um, when I'm on Twitter, I've seen this boy called FNG Little King. Um, he's a 10-year-old rapper. And I've been seeing him, like, it's not, I've, it's just not something recent. I've, seen, I've been seeing him for, like, months randomly in clubs. Um, from his lyrics, from his, like, holding up stacks of money. Recently, he was photoed with Drake, uh, another one with Little Baby. And, you know, he's 10 years old, basically a grown man. Um, you might as well call him Little Boosie son. And... My first question was, oh my gosh, he's 10 years old, rapping about um, basically sex and all other stuff, and you know, hey, that that is what somebody wants for their kid to be, a rapper, and that's what he learns instead of his ABCs or the, you know, the difference between words. Um, my first initial question also was, hmm, where's the LGBTQIA community in this? I cannot find a drag queen. This is so interesting. I can't find a drag queen. I can't find a gay, find a gay agenda. It is no doubt in my mind that little boy will be one misogynistic ass person. But I could be wrong. But he's in environments that are not kid friendly. But yet, you know, we are worried about the drag queens and gay people and um and taking over the kids or taking over their mind, whatever the hell they be talking about. So I'll say this, right? I totally agree with you. Excuse me, two thousand percent. Um, I feel like when I first seen it and I told you this, I was like, I probably would walk out of a club if I at this tender age would be in a club and see a kid that age in the club. It goes back to something I seen a couple of about a year ago now at um in where was it at at the address, and it's this video of all mm. these kids that were brought to brunch and they were just acting up like and I'm not saying acting up in a bad way they were acting their age but you're in an environment that is not conducive to your to your age level, um the things you may see the things that you're exposed to it's just not conducive for you. Um, and it's the same thing with this kid. Like, I wouldn't feel comfortable that I'm sharing this space with you and then ultimately me going here is not wanting to be in a space that you would typically be in. If I'm being totally honest, me going to a bar and sitting at the bar is because kids typically are not at bars. Mm -hmm. Me going to a club is typically because I'm not going to find a kid-like environment there. So I don't want to see somebody that I feel like, although the rest of the people feel like it's cool, he holding money, girls shaking their butt on him and this, this and that. It's not something that I would do. I understand. I think also, like, what I think about is, like I said, I don't, I'm, what I'm going to do with it, like, why the kid? Why is the kid even there? And like I said, I'm all. I like I said, it's not saying that I want. Well, I want to phrase it as I want people to be able to understand. I think it's possible, but yet it's not something that I am inclined to do. So I want. It's not a judgment. It's just something I'm not inclined to do. Like I like Doja Cat, but I'm not going to talk to some some ten year old kid about Doja Cat and her lyrics and all of this stuff. I'll be rapping um lyrics up with a ten year old. There's nothing wrong with them listening to Doja Cat. That's very, that's what they want to do. Is 
that is that is okay. But it's this difference between me going in an environment where we are rapping about WAP and a teen kid right there. I'm not that. That's not something I would want to do. I, I, I would want to just leave is- their space. This 10 and 11 year old kid will post this on their social media. So then what stops a 10 or 11 year old girl at and 10 or 11, it's a sticky age, mm-hmm. fifth grade or sixth grade. What stops a 10 or 11 year old girl coming to school, hiking up her skirt and bending over and trying to dance on you like what she's seen on your, on your video. And I'm not saying, I'm not saying it got to that, but what I am saying is not, it's not improbable. Cause I stopped watching it. Mm-hmm. It got to that. If you holding stacks of money, because today's generation of kids who are turning 21 to 25, I'm going to give that age range, but it may be older too. Mm-hmm. It's like, Oh, he got money. He ain't no different than his daddy. Finesse two times. Mm-hmm. So let me bend it over and see how much he throw on me. Cause the money in his hand. I still don't know who that man is. I've seen him a couple of times. Cause he's had a couple of issues, but I go back to say, like, what are we doing? And it goes back to what is the respect for women? What is the respect for authority? What is because you're teaching him that if I have money, then fuck everything else. Mm-hmm. I can, I can, I can literally break rules and be in establishments that do not condone me being in because there is rules for ages because I have money. That's basically what that says. Because yeah. I don't know what club is that the ten year old in, let alone eleven year old. I always thought it was illegal. They have an eight. Why are you checking my ID? Cause I know when um when I was eighteen um to twenty, they wouldn't let me into a damn club. But I was in Tallahassee. But then that's an eighteen and over club. Exactly. But when I got back home to Miami, and I was eighteen older, so mm-hmm. I, I and I'm I look at it like example. I'm a, I'm gonna even throw another example. I think it was DJ Khaled threw his son a party when he turned one or two mm-hmm. at a club, or it may have been Versace Mansion or something like that. I get you. But it's something that you are controlling. You control what happens in that environment. You control what's in that environment, etc. But when you open up it to a bunch of people that you don't know, and it's the club's discretion of what comes in and what comes out, that's a problem for me. Mm-hmm. And I'm still not condoning even DJ Khaled thing, but I get it to some degree. You're having a party, you're using a venue. But with his dad, well, with this child, not his dad, I'm not blaming his dad alone. Um, it's a, how does he go back to being a child after that? That's a different exposure. And you have to have a certain emotional maturity, mm-hmm. a mental maturity to be able to decipher the two that you can't do what you see in this club at the school. I wouldn't be surprised if school is calling, saying he behind the portables, and a girl is bending it over, waiting for him to throw some, some money. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised either. Hmm. Like I said, dancer won't be my child. That's why you don't laugh your child go with, other, with too many people. Yeah. Very interesting. But speaking of business, it was a question that was... um things that are not my business but I wish it was so what is something you think is your business that all of that was what is something you think that is not your business but you think it was that I wish it was mm-hmm. there you go. um so I have a few right um I seen this on TikTok and I just thought it was like hilarious but I agree with everything that the girl said 
and I kind of came up with my own list. So things that are not my business, but I wish it was. The first thing is when y'all delete y'all girlfriend or boyfriend's photo from y'all page and y'all like they don't exist or never existed. Nope. I want to know why y'all broke up. <laughs> yeah, it ain't my business. But I feel entitled to the family group chat since y'all let me know y'all was together and now it's over by deleting pictures. I need closure. It's like you need a closure. They don't announce it or nothing. There have been some people I follow people out on Instagram that be like, I haven't seen them post together in a while. Then look on Instagram and be like, oh shit. Everything gone. (laughs) (laughs) Every the whole Instagram, I got a whole face left. I'd be so sad. I'm like, especially when I like like the couple. I'm like, damn. I'd be mad. The next one is when y'all get pregnant out of the blue, but there's not a man in sight. So once again, really, I ain't mad at that. Not my business, but I be wanting to know who the daddy is. I'm Holly Bailey with it. The next one is when y'all kids go missing. And these flyers go out and then they get found. What I want to know is where were they? What happened? Yes. Once again, not my business, Mm -hmm. but I want to know. And my last and final one is when they post a pic in the hospital with the bracelet and all ask for prayers and blah, 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 blah. Once again, it's not my business, but you want to know. I want to know what I'm praying for. I cannot sit here and say, "Lord, blah 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 blah," and not be up talking to the Lord and be like, "Lord, why can't you tell me what happened?" You what am I praying he, for them to be healed from? He said, "You need you to pray without um knowledge." Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> I'm gonna still be praying, and my my little spidey sisters in the back will be still going. So those are like my top ones. So there's plenty more that I could think of. What about you? You have some good ones. Um, I'm over here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I be minding my business over here. <laughs> and well, let me just go then. Um, the first one was I really want to know, like, if I if I could talk to animals, right? <laughs> Hold on, I want you to follow me. If I could talk to animals, my thought is I wish my I, I could be in a room in a corner at a particular funeral to to like read or listen to the thoughts of what this elephant thought when he ran up on that lady again. <laughs> I just I have a very I wish my business the business I want to know is about animal thoughts. Call it crazy, call it you no. Know, I only drunk by two, two on um, three sips, not too much of my drink. Just understand this, yo. But I imagine, think about Charlie. <laughs> Better yet, I thought about Charlie. Y'all, so when you wake Charlie up um, to go take her out to go pee in the morning, she has this particular look on her face, like and yeah. and and you would think she's you can you know she's cussing you out and dog. I, I want to hear it. That's the business I want to know. I want to know what's what's being said. I want to know what made that elephant be like, oh. Y'all thought y'all was funny. Y'all celebrating this bitch that killed my baby? Give me one moment. The second one is... I don't think I really have a second one. I'll be minding my business. Just, I can't remember. I can't... Yeah. You know what? Yeah, that's about it. That's about it? 
Yeah, I don't mean because when I I look at stuff and be like, mm, I don't think I really care that much. Even with like certain topics, I like read half of the post and be, and like, and be like, I don't feel like I don't think I'm gonna read about this no more. I do feel you with that, but in the back of my mind, after I pass it, I still be like, like I, it's certain people like it's not certain people, it's people like people post like example the whole bracelet thing and I'm in the hospital, pray for me. I don't go to the comments because you're not gonna tell me. Uh-huh. But I, it's not I don't dwell on it. But in my mind, I'm like, well, shit, I would like to know what what's happening. Like, you yet, you chose to share that much. Go ahead. I got one. Who I, I want to know the celebrities that um the celebrity men to make to make, um, make it very clear who signs NDAs. That's all. <laughs> I got a, I got a few people on my list that I damn so I have no problems um signing the NDA. Yeah, mm. won't hear, you won't hear from me. I feel you. That was an interesting one. Lord. So this next one, I'm going to leave real quick. Mm-hmm. So I was on the phone with some people this week. And while we were on the phone, Uber Eats got delivered to Miami Gardens address. And your mama saw it on the ring. My mama? Yeah, it, it was your mama. <laughs> <laughs> The question is, <laughs> if Uber Eats mistakenly gets dropped at your house, the wrong address, what are you going to do, Bernard? Because I want to see if y'all think alike. Because I just, just want to know. <laughs> is it like mother like son or like son like mother? But what are you going to do if you know the order wasn't for you? It's a good order. It's it's a it's a um a Jamaican oh, rap, <laughs> a, a chicken Jamaican rap, and it's a uh uh a nice smoothie. It's 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 a combination from Tropical Smoothie. Ooh, what you gonna do? Ooh, that's one of my favorite combinations too at Tropical Smoothie. Um, it depends actually. Okay. Um, I laugh because I know my mama. <laughs> She did not tell me that. <laughs> I want to know what you think she did so we can see if you, you do know your mama the way you think you know her. I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do and, it, and I feel like it may because a lot we align a lot a lot of the time. So I, would, I think I think if it was somebody next door I would just be like hey they dropped it off they dropped it off to me. I would still I would just like look at what they got but I would, I would give it back to them but if it's like a street over or something like that I keep it inside the house for about 5, 10, 20 minutes before I eat it. Or I might just throw it away, because then again, I don't, I don't know who just dropped random food off to my house. You know it was Uber. That's true. Oh, if I knew it was Uber, then yeah, then give it about 20, 30 minutes. I'm not calling. I don't, it wouldn't be no point. Of, more so, it wouldn't be no point of me calling and trying to find a person. If I can't, like, just go next door or across the street and just give it to the person, let's go get eight. Because that Jamaican um rap from Tropic Smoothie be good. I wonder what like smoothie they got with it. I wish I could tell you the name of the smoothie. What is but that? okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna add to this. The name doesn't sound familiar to anybody in the neighborhood. You can't pinpoint who it is. Mm-hmm. You know the kids you know who um who, who mama that is. 
kids ain't know, Maya ain't know, nobody knew. Okay, so they did the proper steps. Okay. That ain't what your mama did. <laughs> did she ask why she was eating it? No, like it was just it was like a thirty minute wait before she decided it was okay to eat it. I was like, yeah. bro, they done dropped it. I said they got the picture. If they didn't ride around in the first five to ten minutes, like you said, it's a done deal. Damn. I was like, what you waiting on? Valley, I'm mad you just confirmed that we just did this. We did we was gonna do the same thing. <laughs> exactly. But your mom was like, But it's somebody fool. Yeah, okay, you ain't great. I said, now they done got refunded. It ain't come to their house. Whoever dropped it off clearly dropped it off to the wrong house, right? Mm-hmm. So what do you do at that point? You move on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they could always come back or be like, "Oh, hey, I dropped it off." Um, I, I would, I would stay around, and just in case somebody come, you know, it could be somebody next door, because I'd be good to go to somebody. And I, I would, and I only say that because I would, or, like, your neighbors wouldn't know, like, me ordering Uber Eats that they dropped off your next door. They know your name, but they don't know my name. And I, and depending on what the environment I'm in, if I'm know if, if everybody's eating like, um. I don't know, seafood at, at the party. It's nothing but seafood. Yeah, I'm going to order Uber Eats. And so I will, I will keep it for 30, like, so 20, 30 minutes to at least, like, see if the person going to come and get their stuff or if they knew who, like, dropped it off. Just to kind of just to make sure. You got about seven minute talks with me because basically, I told Natalie at this point, turn off your light on your porch <laughs> and take it in the house to eat it. <laughs> oh, she kept it on the porch. She put it back on the porch for a minute. I'm like, for what? But um, I didn't drop um, it off. Nobody ain't show up in a couple of minutes. Like, it's a done deal. Damn. It's free food. Especially that Jamaican arm um, wrap. Mm. That's the only time I can eat a, um, a warm pineapple. I can't believe it. Yeah. I don't know. It, I'm always worried about other people's food because we ain't gonna be doing the most of my food. Especially if I know you, um, you know, I, you, why not the person was hungry? Well, they obviously hungry, but they like set up their mouth to eat it. And now somebody else got their food. And you know who got your food. But who, pro- no, 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 no. The thing is, no one knew who had it. Because it wasn't nobody that she knew within the neighborhood. And I understand giving a grace period, but once we pass that grace period, I'm not going to let the food get cold because then I'm not going to want it. That's understandable. You can, the, you smoothie can, um, one. the smoothie is one. The smoothie is one. But I told that sandwich, baby, that sandwich going to be good. You know it is. And the end of the day, they're going to still claim the refund, so let them just get a whole nother sandwich. You're not mad at me if they drop my shit off at another place but, um, somebody else's house? Because I like to set up, like, everything before I, like, you know, sometimes eat. And I like to make sure, like, you know, things get to where it needs to. Especially where I live at now. I got to And I you, said like, they had downstairs. to be very trusting to be able to put for the delivery, to not deliver it in hand or at door. They just delivered it and walked away. Most people do not. Um, delivery at, um, what do you call it? Delivery at? No, no sir. I'm going to be like, I'll meet you there. I want it in my hand. You want to dumb people. Mm-hmm. I oh, am. Yeah. When I do do it, which is rare, I want it in my hand. I want to look you in your face so I know who's poisoning me. Okay. 
It ain't gonna change nothing. <laughs> it ain't, but I wanna look at it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. We're gonna take a five minute break and come back because I know this next topic is gonna be a lot. I'm, I'm gonna have to break it out a little bit. All right, say. Hey everybody, welcome back. It is the Juicy Cup Podcast, and we went on a break, and so hopefully you filled your cups, and we were getting right into the mess. Um, so Valerie, um, I know you've been off social media. I've been on social media. It's been interesting because we're both like on social media now, but you are off of it. I'm on it in a way, but half the time I'm either reading a book or playing Harry Potter right now. I've been really unbothered by social media. Playing Harry Potter is hilarious. Yes, Valley. So we playing. It was a big spider that I was fighting. Um, but in the meantime, um, on Friday, um, Thursday night into Friday, Megan Thee Stein released a song called "Hiss." Um, it's the follow up to her um, song "Cobra," I think it's called. And she says a lot of things in there that really pissed like within the like within the first 15 minutes of that song 15 to 20 24 minutes some people say um that song being released Nicki Minaj went on a 24-hour um like just fighting rant mode she was on just doing the most and so I want to read just a few lines from um, his because I wanted I want you to know why a woman who is forty one years old is is fighting is um fussing with somebody who it would appear that we, can, we, we that everybody doesn't know we see what the problem is a woman who's what a woman who's forty one years old oh I thought she said forty five I'm like damn she that old. I want to say she's forty one I'm wrong I'm wrong y'all just no correct me I right. kept saying she was on her 40- yeah, cause he been like, cause he was older um than what she used to say she was, my understanding. But yeah, so one of her lyrics, um, one of them is targeted to Drake. Everybody kind of knows this, and he her lyrics it, it, talking about niggas hate on BBLs, but be walking around with the same scars, real curvy, no edges. Niggas fight to get Drake beefing. Yeah, I remember he um. Him and the, him and Twenty One Savage, I think he well he, um, it was a song and he said something about like um horse or something like that. He was like I wasn't talking about her, but it was like very implied. He like he kind of said that he tried to backpedal out of it, but he openly like you know he supports Nicki Minaj, so he, you know whatever he does. Oh he's already, oh he's also said like she lied about Tory Lane shooting her. Let's talk about partisan, her ex-boyfriend. Talk about Tory Lane saying some of y'all niggas um don't got nothing to say. Um, y'all might as well go ahead and um don't write me nothing else. Download JPay. Y'all niggas got so much to say. Schedule a conjugal visit. So the line for Nicki Minaj that I got her is these hoes don't be mad at me. They mad at Megan's Law. Megan's law is a law that is surrounded where, um, basically, long story short, the uh, sex offender has to register, and so it's geared towards not only naked and nice, but to her husband too. And she also put like stand up and other people hood, standing like a bad bitch. That was quite funny. 
um, her husband was standing out, out waiting for offset while offset was I remember that. parlaying with um, the boy online and playing also video games. playing video games and going to <laughs> deal. <laughs> Living his best black boy joy, okay? Look, being unbothered. And I would say it. So she's been online, like, and her response to all that online was she, she was like trying to come up with something it seemed like. And then she was over there a lot because I'm like, one foot, two foot, six foot, red foot, blue Big foot. foot something. It, it was like, I don't think she said red foot. I think everybody's being dramatic with the red foot, blue foot. She but said she, Big foot. She said, I know she said Big foot. She kept calling her Big foot. And it was like, and foot, I'm assuming foot, the Big foot, foot was because foot. of the shot. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, well, didn't you say that last, you know, in your last record or so, something? Okay, cool. When I tell you, Valerie, she was online for like 24 hours, online, stuttering, trying to get out words, um, fragment foot, talking about Megan's dead mom, talking about... Told that girl she needs to apologize to her mama. Mm-hmm. I read that somewhat, too. Just understand, Megan and Stan called in um, to the breakfast club and said, hit dogs, hit dogs, go holler. And it's so funny, I just said that to you. Mm -hmm. That's why I thought that's what... <laughs> mm -hmm. It really sound like a hit dog gonna holler. Like, how did you take that as a, a jab at you? You you read into deep into lyrics. You let in social media and the fans get to your head. And even if it was meant for oh, you, if no, you didn't no, holler... It is definitely meant for her. I get it, but if you didn't holler, it wouldn't have... It wouldn't have, it wouldn't have did. You gave her the gratification that she needed. Mm -hmm. You made this... You made his a hit. Because you gave it gratification. And I wish that people that was in the limelight really recognized you are the one that's bringing the light. If the rest of the world would have brought it to it, it would have did nothing if you wouldn't have acknowledged it. Mm -hmm. But it's because you acknowledged it that you gratified what they said, which made it even bigger, which means that if, if I was a person that was on social media and I had never heard the song, which I'm not a Meg fan, I'm not a Meg unfan either. Like, I'm not against her if it come on the radio and it's a hit and i can vibe with it i do but i'm not gonna go i don't have a meg song a meg download of her album on my apple music i have songs but not her album downloaded so i said this to say like it would have made me if i was on social media to that degree mm -hmm. be like damn let me go listen to what she said and then let me go read the lyrics i was like an extra moment to read but it's because nikki gave it the validation that ultimately Meg was looking for to make this song a hit because if you really listen to it, I agree with the fans. She really ain't on beat, but she does catch it. Like it's like a, it's like a, it's like a cute, huh? Megan Thee Stallion. If you listen to that song, she she really jump off beat a little bit. Like it's like she jump in before the beat start and trying to catch up with it. It's not a on beat song. Maybe I just don't got rhythm because she sounds like she on beat to me. No, she she don't she don't. I don't think so it, that, that was a big thing that I this, you know. that was a big thing that I saw picked at, and I was like, she really not, but it don't sound bad. I think it's also a style of rapping in a sense of Houston. Sure. I could be wrong, but I've I listened to enough rap to feel like she's on beat. Somebody need to, then somebody need to show me what's on beat because <laughs> when I tell you, on a side note, for people who do listen to Nicki Minaj, it's a version, a mashup of a girl called Azalea Banks from Everybody, um, song off a new album. Everybody, I love mm -hmm. that song. I don't know why. I fucking hear a version. The one from I, Nicki, I, I love it. 
The one from Nikki, I hate it. I hate it. For real? I hate it with the very bottom of my heart. I don't want to like it, but I like it. I think it's no, it's, it's, I would say it's a good beat and it's a good idea. I just wish, like, somebody did a mashup of another rap artist and they, they put whatever, like, song it was and put it over that beat. And that's what I wanted, I guess, more so my preference and style, what I want her to do. I think sometimes she miss Nicki Minaj misses opportunities to kind of really go in and kind of just give a good, like, you know, 16 bar. She didn't do that. Seemed like a fun record for her, I guess. You know, I won't be listening to it unless that other girl's on it. Definitely was a fun record for her, and it definitely is probably why I like it. I don't like the Nicki Mean Girl vibe she gives. Well, she always, but she's been, so, go get back to it. So, she's been online for like 24 hours, um, really haven't left this apparently closet or room, whatever she's in. People been picking at her about, oh, well, damn girl, where your son at? He ain't, he ain't hungry? She is opening like every other hour to the point where at this point, I've seen it earlier today where she tagged Megan and Stallion to kind of get her attention. And she, right now, she is mad at Megan and Stallion not giving her attention. And it's like, well, why would she give you attention? And you're doing her promotion for her. She's independent. She, she has Rock Nation um, as her management company who retweeted, listened to the song. This was, was like, you know, as management, I don't think Jay-Z really has issues with that, but you know, Nicki Minaj, I say, it's interesting because also in the song I was at, where you just said, what do, you don't know what they know about um why they're fighting. Megan Estine doesn't, apparently she says she doesn't know either. I don't, and I feel like maybe it's something that maybe that even either she just never paid attention to or because the, what Nicki Minaj seems like what she's kind of saying, it doesn't really add up based off like the videos and the screenshots of what people brought, brought. But Megan's like, I have no idea, like, why, what, what is, what is the issue? And I feel like the fans can create drama that doesn't exist. And the artist will go off of the drama because if you hear it, it's, it's a, I don't know what you would call it, but it's a thing. That's, that's, that's the best way I can say it. It's a thing where if you hear something so, enough, you'll begin to believe it. If somebody tells you that you ain't shit enough, you're going to believe that you ain't shit. Yeah, that's true. So if the fans and every time you log on to anything, you're seeing that there's a beef, you will begin to create something that does not exist. Yeah, but and it doesn't it doesn't make them it doesn't make Nikki or or Megan any bigger than being a human being, Mm -hmm. which is what they are. So if they're logging on, they're constantly seeing it. The the fans are hyping it up to the thousands, to maybe even hundred thousands. What are you to do as an artist? I I blame them to some degree because I feel like you should have better PR. You should have better management to teach you that if you didn't give her this hype, that album wouldn't do what it's going to do. I feel like Nikki is, for Nikki to be so high, I feel like she fed into something that she should have just let go. You ain't wrong. At the end of the day, your nigga is on some registration because he done did something he need to do. So you can call an apple apple and an orange an orange, but you can't call a strawberry an apple. So at the end of the day, he's done something that makes him look like he icky. Ain't no way of putting it. You could register as a adult offender or a child offender. No matter in my mind, when I think of offender, I think of a child. Unless I go on looking at the eighteen, and well, I think I was I was objectively, I think he was fifteen, and the girl was like fourteen. It was around the same age, but being at eighteen, I think it's a level two. But, but all you gotta hear is offender. How many people are gonna go and look it up? 
If that's the case, I wouldn't even be knocking him. I but just... I would never go look it up. He got a shitty ass case if he was 15 and she was 14. But I would never go look it up. All I see is he's registered as a sex offender. And that's all mm -hmm. I'm going to see. 98% of the world probably will just hear sex offender. He's a child abuser. Sexually, he's scum. And I don't see even... Even after that, I don't think the actions what they did help. Because remember when the reel was still on, and like the girl, I think the girl came on the reel, one of them, and it was something. It was like for a big moment, like they were openly threatening her, um, and trying to get her to change the story, kind of like you know, so he can kind of move around a little bit more, or kind of like the real had... on MTV. No, the real, um, the real talk show, the real, um, with um the one Tamar used to be on in Tamara. I remember like it being like a big thing when like the girl was speaking out and they were trying to get like pair off to kind of like be quiet and hush. I don't feel like those actions really help. Also, it's just another thing of just saying Nicki Minaj seems like I don't know what possibly she's doing. It, it would appear that maybe she may be using something, but it also says that somebody, somebody she gonna have friends take her phone away from her because. Yes. And I would say I talk about Mariah Carey a lot, but what I like about Mariah Carey and getting into like public fights with people, she's very nonchalant and dismissive. And it's really, it's just funny. You're not just go on a video and go find it. She's very like, like J-Lo, who? I'm, 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 I'm too rich for this. Or I'm like, you know, it, Nicki Minaj at this point has no, no excuse but to blame herself. I feel like Nikki, for her to be such a bad, not a bad girl, a mean girl, and to have this sadity, I'm the shit personality, you defend your man too much. He's a man. Mm -hmm. And I'm not, you sticking beside him and being with him through this, to me, is enough. Like, at the end of the day, a man don't need a woman to fight his battles. And I feel like she be ready to step he, in. He got, a, he got a curfew. Of course he need him. He can't talk out his house past nine. Online, never stop him. No, no, people be threatening to call them, and I know they'll go threaten. I know, I'm not. Stay within the corners of, them, <laughs> of that lawn, of that front lawn, and tell them to step on your property and make it happen. Even on the sidewalk, it'll be all right. Mm. I'm sure he got like a, a 50 feet at least perimeter from the house. Come on, man, grow up. Look, like I said, the way she's been going online right now is. is... I think it's I think it's also funny that out of all the things Megan had said, her her best comeback was six foot, one foot, two foot, red foot. That that somebody called her a Dr. Seuss. And they said her Because that's basically what she's sending the alarm from. Look, I would say if I ever, if I had to be Megan, I feel like a good thing and a good um, song would be because um Little Wayne sold his masters. Um and also um the original thing of um the original sample of the six foot, seven foot, eight foot um is a old I don't know, it's old it's an older song. If I was Megan, I will I will use that as another song and add Cardi B. And I feel like the start of the whole song will be us conversating about how um people are just funny and, and thanking them for they um for promoting our records for free. Cause that's basically what she just did. Mm -hmm. I to be a mean girl, it's just I think it'd be a different story if I I feel like if it was just between Megan and like her, but like 
nobody really knows what's happened. Megan, I, I think, is really asking to be like, well, I don't even know why you're mad, but I'm going to give you some, because um, Nicki Minaj has been poking at it for a few years. And it is not clear. I don't know. And usually it seems like whenever you work at Cardi B or do something with Cardi B, it's an issue. To me, it's high school stuff. They are in the business. I don't understand what her expectation is. And money is. is money. Look, she even tried to like get the same, I think the same beat um, she used for his or a beat from um, Juicy J, who um, does a lot of magazine um, producing. Uh-huh. And she was like, I heard we just waiting on um, him to clear the record. And he posted, um, he was like, no. Not no, they are like actually like real like apparent like friends and stuff. He was like, I'm not one. I'm not getting into it too. I would never just say to be just so you can make fun of like the girl who basically keeps me like afloat a lot of the times so or whatever he does. I'm not sure if she just mainly keeps, but she gives him a lot of credit. She's oh, wow. been. She's not feeling. It. I said it's it's so sad. Avengers have to come back. Now he's showing them little Kim's um little Kim old interviews about how. You go see it and all that stuff, and it's just like Nicki Minaj. I was Nicki Minaj has always been a, a mean girl. Wendy Williams was the first person I feel like that kind of really put that in perspective when she had that list on her show. Mhm. I think I remember that too. Mm-hmm. By the way, but it's if you. By the way, what? By the way, you know what? I don't. I'm gonna know my business. That's not my business. Where the fuck is Wendy Williams? I just feel like for the past few months, Wendy Williams would have been like just so much needed. It'd have been such a joy to kind of sit there. And listen to Winnie Williams, but I want her to get what her mental health is, situation, whatever's happening. Hope she's okay. But I, I, I think Wendy Williams getting better is like us hoping that our grandparents gonna get better, and you know they sick. I know. I, I, say it's, and it's, I, it's, I like I, 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 at the beginning I was like, okay, she could come back from. I was like for the first six months because mm-hmm. I had become a Wendy fan, and I was literally like, literally there, like. I would maybe if I was home in the morning, I would try to stay long enough to catch it before going into work. I would record it. That's how much I liked her a little bit. And then when she got sick, I was just like, it's over. It's over. And I had, I had to like, really had that moment of like, it's like when your grandma gets sick, like, we be over there hoping and praying and no offense to the Lord, but hoping and praying and it's like, this one just ain't gonna come back. She's too old. It's it's not even about age, but like, this is not one that she's gonna come back and then be, if she comes back, it's gonna be on like a, a lower scale, like maybe some some YouTube type stuff, but she's not gonna make it mainstream unless she could really get back there. Mm-mm, I don't need I don't need mainstream when you don't have to do a podcast. You don't you don't never listen to them. You a podcast to- would be nice, but the thing is, would she garner the attention? She may be yes. at the beginning, but if she started going left because the mental health ain't right, true. I don't know. I I, I, no, I really no. feel bad for her. I, I wouldn't want her to come back just for our soul entertainment and in the harm for her mental health. I, that's what I don't want to do. I just know it ain't going to be nobody brave enough. This is, Wendy Williams is the only person I know that's brave enough to look Mariah Carey in their face and be like, when the last time you sucked the dick? Mm. The one who get cussed out, who made um, Whitney Houston be like, I will come down and whoop your ass on, on live radio. Wendy Williams on the radio was wild. But this would be a perfect time to kind of like Winnie Williams said that too a long time ago about Nicki Minaj and this whole thing, and eventually a ring, uh, no, her rain go fall because it now all of a sudden she can't rap on beat. But you just said not too long ago about her. It just whatever the issue is, I wish that maybe if I had to be business, I think everybody want to know what is her issue with Nicki Minaj. Well, with Megan and Stallion, I think Megan and Stallion. I don't think Megan is, is innocent. I think she's young. 
she lost also she lost a mom she probably still probably party girl she's she's a young she's under what under still under 24 under 25 I think she's under 26. Her perspective of the world is is from a different set of eyes, right? If you look at Nikki and then you look at her, and you can't expect someone at Megan's range to think like someone at Nikki's range. And that's the other part. Like you do, oh she's 28 you 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 fighting with your little sister slash if you was a teenager, your daughter. Like let's be real. Like, I'm just going to but put you it in fighting the neutral. with your your little little sister, possibly your niece. And it's like, why? Y'all don't y'all ain't looking for the same men. Y'all ain't y'all ain't even looking for the same things. If she's at twenty eight and you at forty one, what you want or what she want is likely getting closer to being the same spectrum, but it's still not the same. She's really coming out of that party girl life. Like I feel like when we really look at and I'm I may be a little off of this story, but when I really look at like I think Meg said something like, I ain't never say I never sleep with these niggas. Like y'all, y'all made that story up. I never said that I didn't do these things. Y'all made that story up. I've I've been living, and and she she attributes to the fact that I've lived my life in my twenties, and I'm okay with that. Seen She's nobody okay being happy. with. So it's like where Nikki is at, and where she is at. Nikki has settled down. She's married. She started started having kids. Like being your motherhood, your wife, and your I'm still about that shit rapper life. And let these youngins do what they do, but don't entertain it if you don't want to fuel what they have. Like, she has literally made Megan money while thinking that she beefing, but you ain't got no song out. You ain't got no track. So Megan Thee Stallion you make just a had hell of a, money. a party she just had a party um, dance with Victoria Monet she was unbothered I I just wish that Nick, when I, I think that maybe her best response would have been to kind of just be like um, being quiet and put it in a new song rap about it But that, If she could have come with a song and released it tomorrow, she would have been on her shit. but you know, I, I would say, and we can move on after this if you want. Um, she's not a battle. I don't think Nicki Minaj. I wouldn't put Nicki Minaj in a battle rapper, even though some people may, I guess, deny it will be. I don't. Know, I don't. I would never put Nicki Minaj in a battle rap. Um, Remy Ma proved that. Megan and Stein, I would believe, is a more battle rapper than her. Some some um, rappers not battle rap. Also, Nicki Minaj, the way her cadence and the way she raps, is not really battle. I don't know. Is she not gonna win this one lyrically? When she goes to somebody who can compete with her in a lyrical sense, she she tends to fail. I, then again, no, she not tired of my top five. My one of my five is Eve, who went into um. Who had to battle rap all them dudes to get her contract. Speaking of contracts, <laughs> let's get into our agree to disagree as it contains a prenup, which is a contractual agreement between two people who plan on getting married. Yes. So our agree to disagree is a am I the asshole topic. Um, I will read it and we will give our opinions. Um, so The title of it is, Am I the Asshole for Digging in My Heels About Sex in a Prenup? I honestly can't believe I'm asking this, but my boyfriend has gotten so mad that I'm a little crazy now. We're both 34. He had a terrible marriage before me that ended in a dead bedroom, and he's determined to never go back to that life again. Understood. I think that that sucked for him to experience. 
So now he wants a prenup and literally wrote in the prenup that we will have sex X amount of times a week or else I'll, I'll get absolutely nothing in the divorce. I had agreed to a 50-50 prenup of marital assets and we keep what we came into the marriage with. Now that's not enough for him. He wants to prove that I won't stop having sex with him in the future. I tell him I can't prove the future and putting something in writing doesn't prove that. Now he says I must have a guilty conscience and if I won't sign these terms because I'm so certain it won't happen, then what's the problem? But to me, it makes me feel like a sex slave and not a love wife or partner. Bernard, who's the asshole? Her husband. Why? Well, her fiance. Okay, why? I understand, you know, I'm all for prenups and I feel like that's what you want to put in your prenup. Hey, that's good. But I would say for this, this wouldn't work out for me. And it wouldn't work out because of the, I think of legally how the verbiage is. And it, because I'm saying, I wonder how they will, how, how are you going to put up, say we will have sex X amount of times a week. And so if I'm like sick, but you still want to have sex, you know, I forgot, it's a billionaire or um, it's somebody who's like really rich and his wife just got like Alzheimer's. They got like something that a, debil a debilitating disease or um, and the moment I guess she found there was like cancer, he started to divorce her the next day and she's going to get nothing. And that's and that's my concern about like with stuff like that, because we're not going to play these like games too. I'm really... So it, <laughs> our, so our relationship is based off how much times we have sex throughout the week. It's not saying that I don't think it's like, hey, I would like, you know, for us to make sure we are intimate every week. That is a different story. But put it on paper and illegally bind the thing to where, like, I have to now uphold it. What if I don't have, what if I don't feel like that week? I'm going to just sit there like dead body and kind of just let's do what I do. That is a sex doll. I say I don't think she's selfish if she doesn't sign it, or I don't think she's I don't think she's the asshole at all. I just think maybe at that point, then you need to realize that maybe I guys you guys are not together because he seems like he also still hurt. I will question like why do you feel like she stopped having sex with you? Okay, it just says um his marriage what was a dead um bedroom. You sure he's even good enough? I if it's like watching paint dry. Because it. it be, Realistically, a lot of people who have, a lot of people who, who in a marrying later on. I'm a, I'm more I'm coming from the point of like it's a different story if you have been with somebody from high school. You guys are used to like you know you guys sexual you know it's understand. I want to say it's like for that think that is more preferable in a way because you guys know each other's body, you know, and experience, you guys can try new experience together. But at this point, if you're 34, you've been together for like what, a year or so? And yeah, other people before you, you're probably not the best person to have sex with. So assuming that a lot of guys also assume, especially around her age or well, their age, that they have some good dick or whatever the case may be. I just can't imagine that maybe he, if he wants this, he might be bad at it. And I don't want to even open to um, critique about his sex, you know, his sex ability. And it tell me I got to have a certain amount of weeks or we go, I'm going to just end up with nothing because I just don't feel like that week. What entitled you to somebody's body like that? 
So here's the thing, right? Um, if I was based off of totally what is written, I probably wouldn't um, because it would have to be reversed, right? Meaning that if you couldn't keep up with me, uh, then I get everything and you get nothing. And that means that everything that you came in with and everything that you have attained while we're there, I get it. And the reason I say this is it is historically known that women's sex drive increases as they get older mm-hmm. and men's sex drives decreases as they get older. So you may actually be in a situation where I want it more than you can actually provide or give and or give it up. At the end of the day, I could put some liquid down there and make me wet. What can you do if you can't get it up? Yeah, Viagra. And it's a, it's, mm, what's, yes. What's, what's the little blue yes. thing I keep seeing online? <laughs> They've been going, <laughs> they been going ham with the blue chew, right? Yeah. But see, that, that would be a thing where I would write in the, in the, in the prenuptial agreement that you couldn't do because you wanted this. I didn't want this. I didn't want this in writing. So it would be added that you cannot take a stimulant to get you there. You have to physically want it. And if you don't, after said amount of time, we are up for a divorce and I take everything. It would be an evil part of me that will come out in this agreement because we're having to get to this level. So if you want the ugly, I will give you the ugly. So why get married in the first place then? If, if, if I have to, if I have to so do hold on, all hold this, on, why get married? Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. So when I hear her at the beginning of this statement, well, not at the beginning, towards the end, and she's like, for me to have to agree to this, it also gave me, are you really sexually attracted to him? Because you seem very hesitant. <laughs> Your face. What that got to do with somebody? <laughs> no, but just her... Her hesitance at the in in the writing seemed like I don't know I don't know if I still want to do this. So it gave me like well maybe you shouldn't, and maybe you should live how you're living with him and not get into a contractual agreement with an individual. I ain't mad at that. Um, that way you cool. both can walk away when it's not serving you. Marriage is not for everyone, and I wish people really recognized that. Mm-hmm. Just um, um for that man. Because what he's asking for is a slightly unrealistic, like, once again, what if she gets early onset Alzheimer's? What if she gets a um, what if she get pregnant? brain brain what trauma I- incident? What if she gets pregnant? What if she gets disabled? What if she gets um, par- a paraplegic? You like, care. you're he- just, you're just, and now that would be the certain contingencies that I would have to see written but neither would i ever get into an agreement like this like for me it's like if it's that serious on the physical because at some point you will it's it's almost a a given fact like to me Mm -hmm. you will not be able to get it up to give me what i want because i am historically more able to be wanting it after you because you've exhausted and this is my thought process right you've exhausted yourself in your early years while i have probably maintained a steady pace (laughs) Then you know, I don't have no partner, so I don't know what it's like to be um, forced to try to ask somebody to get it, no, <laughs> a, a certain amount of week. Uh, every no, we're not doing that. Mm-mm. And I, I really wish she would have put the number because then it would have gave me more context to what he's asking. Like, did he ask for two or did he ask for five? That's a big difference, right? Because you have to live out to this agreement for the life of your marriage. And if you're marrying somebody, you're marrying them forever. So if he say at 70, I don't want to do this shit with you no more. And you ain't been fucking me forever. Like, really? It feel like a setup. In no way, in, in no shape or form, it doesn't feel like a setup. It's either way for it to be like the end. It don't, it don't, it don't. 
it don't gratify her anyway. And I want to know, like, well, what's the gratification for you if he's not able to meet your sexual pleasure needs? Like, it should be a it should be a two sided street. You know, if we're gonna, gonna do this, huh? You know it ain't gonna be on two sided street. A lot of men like to make those demands. Ain't nothing finna be in a prenup for me. It ain't finna be in a prenup for you for you to give me what I need. Mm -hmm. That's not how a lot of the men. I don't want a prenup. But if I if I do get in a prenup with an individual, there will be nothing in a prenup that I will not come back equally as hard as you. And if you cannot live up to it, then I take all. Because for him to say I'm gonna take all, then baby, you you gonna have to do everything. And he he's not taking all. You get nothing. So I get nothing from what we have grown together with. Because they already said whatever they came in, what they keep. Mm -hmm. So if he grows to be a billionaire, I get nothing. So baby, if you can keep up your side, I want all of what you have came in with. My question is, why was the bedroom dead in the first place? And I think he didn't look at himself about that. Because mm -hmm, I'm not to say the woman may not have an issue, but what made her turn off that y'all was so good and you wanted to marry her? To where it went completely off. Did y'all have kids? Did life take a big toll? Were you not present? Was well, she just, not present? Which is how long was it? Like, like, so did she have kids and just, you know, really didn't have the time and effort to kind of do it? And within at the end of the day, it had to be still be young. So if he got married with her, if he's getting married at 34 with her, then he had to be in his, I'm assuming, it's assumptions, right? Mm -hmm. 20s, getting into his early 30s. This is when you put into the contract and be like, you know what, how about we do this? You get you get a pass to step out, but don't come to me about this. So, like I just don't see. I I can see what she's talking about. In a sense of realistically, yes, you want to like you know please your partner, but sometimes certain weeks or certain days, you're just like I don't have it in me. It's like, what if you have a cycle that lasts seven days? Like, uh, what you gonna do? I, I'm not gonna please you during that time. What you just? What if I'm just automatically in violation of the contract. There you go. I like I said, it, it, it doesn't seem like I, and I'm more like I said, her thought process like in the future. I don't know what's going to happen in the future. So it's not saying I don't, and it's not, she's not saying she doesn't want to have sex with him. It's just like, do we have to make it contractual? Yep. That's weird. I'll be planning my exit out. I'm leaving that man um, to moving out. This is why you have your own place instead of um, living together. Said it been a cute. Well, how about you just for now and stay at your house and we'll just kind of break up? I make sure I pack up all your stuff, I have it at the front door, and you live your life. Because we ain't gonna do this. Mm -mm -mm. I can't believe it. Wowzers. Again, and it tells us she has a guilty conscience too. Guilty conscience about what? Like, you're not gonna gaslight me and be like, now you don't see. <laughs> would have just brought it out of me like no how about we just break up that's what you just it feels like that's what you just put in this i think you need to find someone that is willing to make it to the levels of what you're requesting and she just may not be me but it's okay i wish you the best in your future endeavors i'm not putting it in, i feel like for a prenup that's the most ridiculous thing to put because you said till death do you part so anything could happen to me but if you if you happen to meaning the man if he happened to get in a car accident and lose his legs or 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 some traumatic ass situation you couldn't please me but i should be okay that's selfish oh that's so interesting that you say that I feel like a lot of men come from that point of view, especially, and I'm going to leave it at this. There's a lot of men be like, they want a threesome, or they like talk about it with their partner, but they want a threesome, and they when their partner's with another woman. 
and then they go find another woman, but the um, but their partner who's a woman be like, oh, I'm gonna go find a dude. Then it's like, oh no, we not doing that. That's I feel like that's usually how that argument goes, and usually it kind of ends the relationship in some sort of way. True. Mm. Don't agree. Don't disagree. That would be a, a, a good topic to go to. Cause I wouldn't know what to do if I had a husband who's bisexual and was like, we should have a threesome with a woman. I'd be like, oh, well, ooh, sorry, I can't give that to you. You can go have you it. You wouldn't even try it, Bernard? No. Mm-mm. He can go Never find know what you're else. missing. I'm okay. When you go lick a vagina, you go tell you call me. Then maybe I may I may be inclined. <laughs> That's why I tell everybody else. You ever you ever want to ask me? Well, you should try. You ever suck the dick? You ever do you ever do this? <laughs> when you go do those things, then you call me. Then I may be inclined to think about it. So if I was to go lick a vagina, I think you about it. Co- you would consider go licking one. I would think about it. Think how? Hmm. Think how? I put five minutes on my um, my phone and I think about it. <laughs> and then, you know, hey, whatever decision happened after that, I probably only need 30 seconds, but I put five minutes as to be graceful. He can go find somebody else to go deal with. I won't be mad. And if you feel like he wants to live that life a little bit more and more, then hey, you know, thankfully we don't live together. So we stay in two separate houses. So you're absolutely like you're you're ten toes down on no to a female, even in a threesome situation. Mm-hmm. Even to just potentially see what it could do for you. You know. Why are you so that that uh like what gets you there? I don't know how to describe it. Just don't it's not pleasing. A vagina But how do you know you've never tried it to say that it's not pleasing? Well, Valerie, you don't have to try a lot of things to know it's not pleasing. Do you, are you are you interested in scat play? Do you do you have to go figure that out? <laughs> do you, anybody on this podcast? Do, do you have to figure out if you want to go put shit in your literal literal shit in your mouth to know um, if you like it or not? It's not the same. Yes, it is. That's how I view it. I don't I don't need to know what it is. I am not attracted to one. We I can't I can't give that to somebody. Mm-mm. Always. So- so what has happened potentially in your past that made you just say, ugh? Or is it not something in your past? Is it just that you know that this is not for me? Like, wh- where do you get me. to the point that you know that, a wo- like, you have not tried it, like, and you just know, like, no? I don't know how to describe it. Like, it's like asking a straight person, why don't you try gay things? I don't know what you, I don't have to, like, I didn't go through any traumatic experience. I think when I did, like, let a girl fill me up, a gummy worm was harder than me. I don't know what to tell you. It's it's not, it's not something that I personally want. I find it quite disgusting. But I love everybody who loves vaginas and stuff. We're having a party. Is it is it the smell, the feel, the taste, the fact that it's wet? Like, what is it? Just the very existence. So, so, I'm, so I'm asking, I'm asking the question. No, 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 I'm gonna ask you one more question. Okay. So then, what makes you feel comfortable? And my mom go a little left, right? No way. What makes you feel comfortable in the past, and I, you may even still do it presently, of like becoming a woman in dress. Is it because you're not thinking about the actual physical sexual part? More so than what it is to be a woman as a woman and the feel of a woman than the physical mm-hmm. body part? Is that what it is? 
Um, well, sex and identity are two different things. And okay. so one doesn't associate with me. I guess for me, it doesn't associate with how I identify. Okay. To me, I'm just Bernard and I happen to, you know, like things that we categorize as feminine or girl clothes. Gotcha. But okay. to be sexually involved, no, I'm okay. That, no, mm-mm. it's not, it's nothing a girl can do for me that there's even like certain types you of You don't, don't know until you try. Okay, I'm gonna say the same thing. Let, um, let, when you go let somebody like the brat, um, you go have a little one on one night, you let me know how that goes out for you. Let me know I ain't letting the brat trust me, but I understand what you mean. Mm-hmm. It just ain't gonna be me. It don't feel natural to me. Maybe naturally some of y'all, but damn sort of natural to me. It is quite repulsing. Not the repulsing. Damn, you took a deep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, this has been another great episode <laughs> of the Juicy Cup Podcast. <laughs> Where we dig deep and have wonderful couch conversations. Yes. And we hope to see you again in another two weeks. <laughs> All right, y'all. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Bye. Don't forget to follow us. You can find us on Instagram at the underscore juicy underscore cup underscore podcast. We can also be found on TikTok at the underscore juicy underscore cup. And if you want to hit up our email, you can email us at the juicy cup at gmail.com. Thank you.